Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Free My Thinkers. You know, what I find absolutely astonishing is how in an effort to make themselves politically correct, to stand out as alpha females, girl bosses, I don't need no man. In an effort to do all this, the large majority of these women, I will easily say the minimum of 85%, have no idea how idiotic they sound because they do. Because what they stand on is a fabricated argument, razor thin at best. Because when you delve into what they say, there is no substance behind it. Now, what sends me on this bit of a rant and tirade are some interviews I came across when I was researching something else for the Disney downfall, a segment I plan on doing. When I fell down this rabbit hole, I found some actresses that spoke ill about the Disney princesses, but their arguments aren't real. They're based on what they want people to believe and what they expect others for them to say, but their arguments are not real. In 2018 or 2019, Kira Knightley, most famously known for her role in the Pirates of the Caribbean saga, she said that her daughters weren't allowed to watch Disney princess movies. The two in particular being Cinderella and The Little Mermaid. Banned from seeing certain uh, children's movies, right? Yeah. What are they? Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Banned. Uh, because, you know, she, she waits around for a rich guy to rescue her. Don't. Rescue yourself, right. obviously. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, and this is the one that I'm quite annoyed about because I really like the film, but, uh, but Little Mermaid. I mean, the songs are great, but do not give your voice up for a man. And then while she was on the press junket for The Nutcracker, for, and be exact, Disney's Nutcracker, she listed three movies. Yes, I think I'm very aware of what I'm marinating my child in. So there's a couple of like stories just theme-wise that I'm not I'm not cool with. It's like, no, it's not cool to like wait for a rich guy to save you, like save yourself. It, no, it is never cool for any man that you don't know to kiss you in your sleep without consent. Not okay. No, never give your voice up for a man. Absolutely not. She says, it's about Cinderella. No, you shouldn't wait for a man to have to come save you. And then she listed Snow White. No, it is never right for a man to kiss you without permission. And then the third thing was Little Mermaid. No, it's not okay to give your voice up for a man. Now, that has been echoed by other actresses and entertainers. Demi Lovato. She wasn't some little hoe mermaid that married a guy when she was 16 that she never had a conversation with three days after meeting him. Now, remember what I said to start this off. Razor thin at best, fabricated bullshit is more accurate. Hollywood has been infected and infested. Hell, it may be hell, it probably is. Ground zero for all this bullshit. Because the three examples they listed, I guess because, no, let me take that back. I know because they are considered Disney princesses that they just completely forgot the story. Let's go here. Let me start with The Little Mermaid. Ariel did not give her voice up for a man. She gave her voice up to get legs to explore the surface world that she was already obsessed with. 
Remember her little hidden cove that had everything from the surface world, forks and statues and all the other surface world that had fallen into the ocean? Remember that? She wanted to go explore the surface world. The only reason a man came into play was because of the other woman, I say again, was because of the other woman that put the spell on her. I will give you legs, you will give me your voice. The only way to get your voice back is you must have a man fall in love with you in, I forgot, so many days. But we're just going to gloss over that shit, right? Okay, okay. Then how about the one Cinderella? You should save yourself. You don't need a rich man to come save you. She didn't wait for a rich man to come save her. She wasn't looking for a rich man to come save her. Again, Cinderella was mistreated by her stepmother and stepsisters. She was mistreated by other women. And all Cinderella wanted to go do was go to the ball. It wasn't until she made it to the ball that the prince even saw her. Period. It wasn't because I'm looking for a man to save me. No, she just wanted a night out to get away from the that were making her life hell. But again, we're going to gloss over that part, right? And to prove the point even more so that she was not looking to be saved. Remember when the prince showed up to have everyone try on the glass slipper? How she just waited in the wings. She didn't even want to go out there to try to slip her on knowing good and damn well it was hers. She knew who the slipper belonged to. But did she rush out and say it was me? No. She had to be told slash asked, come try this on. But again, she had to wait for a rich man to save her, right? And then Snow White. Another story of a woman hating on a woman. Snow White was being chased down by another woman because her beauty exceeded the queen's beauty. Being hated on by another woman where she was forced to go hide out with other men for protection. But again, we're going to gloss over that part, right? She had to go to men, be it dwarves, to help her from the evil b that wanted to kill her. And y'all, y'all ban y'all children from watching this because why exactly? Oh, oh, let me finish that off. And she's right. It is never okay for another person to kiss you without permission. So according to all these pro-feminist jackasses, Snow White should have remained in a coma and died. That's, that's what they wanted her to do. She should have let that other female put a curse on her when she ate the poison apple. She should have remained in that coma and died. That's what they wanted to happen. That's a hell of a lesson to teach your kids. Die other than accept help. Way to go. But that's just the way it is. These talking heads, I really don't think that they even watch these movies. Or if they do, they have a skewed version of these movies. Because I just gave y'all the true breakdown bones of each princess as they try to destroy them. The lesson here is this, and it's simple. Don't listen to these idiots. Don't listen to these famous entertainers and actresses and all that bullshit. Because I will grant you one of these options. The people who speak like this are single and miserable, divorced and miserable, or lying through their teeth, are happily married, and are very much subservient to their husband now when i say subservient calm the f down women i'm not saying that you're his slave i mean that he's the head of the household and rules over the house so it's one of those options single and miserable divorced and miserable or lying and subservient live y'all life man don't listen to these assholes don't let what they say influence y'all for missing out on great timeless stories because they've tried to bash every princess and when you break it down None of what they're saying holds merit. 
So go out, enjoy your life, enjoy classic Disney, and tell these dumbass, man-hating women, Shut the fuck up. Shut all the way the fuck up until you reach the top of Shut Fuck Mountain where there are no more fuck-ups to shut. Next. Now this next topic is something that is incredibly hard. Not impossible, just hard to find supporting information for. And the reason it's hard to find supporting information for this topic is, to be honest with you, it blows up a liberal narrative. The liberal narrative being that the women are always the victim. The liberal narrative being that fathers always get the advantages. The topic I am referring to is anti-men bias in the family court system. I have experienced it. I have witnessed it. And it's amazing how when you enter that into a Google search, it all comes back about how the women are not treated fairly. I want to take you back to 2004. In 2004 on Christmas Day, the mother of my oldest child, whom we had broken up in June, July of that same year, she came to my home on Christmas Day, had her new boyfriend and two of his friends jump me, put me in a hospital and take our daughter. Now you would hear that and think open and shut case, kidnapping, blah, blah, blah. Well, see, that's where the courts come in because there was no legal court ordered verification on where my daughter lived or where she would stay. It could not be considered kidnapping, even though she was forcefully taken and I was assaulted. It wasn't considered kidnapping. Now, I want y'all to flip that. Let's say a father goes to a mother's house, has his girlfriend and two of her friend girls jump the mother of that child and take it away. How fast do you think an Amber Alert would be out and that father would be incarcerated? No brainer. When I went to file a police report for that and they sent me, they, they honestly didn't even know where to send me. They literally had me bouncing back and forth between floors because they didn't know whether to make this a domestic abuse case or a standard assault case. I went back and forth between floors three times until they finally figured something out. They finally decided to make it a family domestic abuse case, domestic violence. When they gave me the worksheet to fill out, let me tell you how the questions went. When did he first hit you? When was the last time he hit you? When was the last time he saw you? Nothing about her. It wasn't a, when did he, she do it? No, no. It was all he, 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 he. It was amazing. Insulting. And the insult to me was, it was enraging. And yet people will tell you that racism, the system is racist. The system is racist. No, the system is gender bias. Overwhelmingly. Because then in the years long custody hearings, the many court appearances that strained to the utmost my pocketbooks, I learned swiftly that women, no matter what side they fall on, will always be seen as the victims 90% of the time. While I was sitting in a lot of courtrooms waiting upon my case to be called, I would see other family court cases and Men go to jail for various reasons, either not bringing a child back to the designated drop off on time, not paying child support, yada, yada, yada. 
What I find interesting is you could find, as I mentioned, a lot of articles that say, no, the, the women are treated or mistreated. No, it's, it's the women. That's what the articles say. That's what a lot of opinion pieces say. That's what they will try to skew numbers in and make numbers lean in their favor to say. But the more I searched, I found a lot more articles being put out by law firms that were actually in these courtrooms saying, hey, man. Men aren't treated right. Hell, even in some articles where they try to defend the women, they have to say, well, you know, kind of, but not really. Check this out. In an article that I found from Custody Exchange, it says the topic being family courts biased against fathers Are family courts biased against fathers. No, the custody laws in many jurisdictions explicitly state that the custody decisions cannot be based solely on gender. That tells me nothing that that says nothing just because the law says it's supposed to be a particular way doesn't mean that the law is a particular way. What do you think the black folks fought for during the civil rights era laws not being applied equally and fairly for black people? It does say, check this out. If bias exists, it comes from the individuals working within the court system. Then the system. This bitch can't be serious. Oh, what's not from the system. It's the people that were in the system. What the hell did you just say? Mother It's the people that make up the system. So if you have individuals that are biased, guess what? So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Let me relate it to people who like to scream racism, racism, racism. If you say that, no, 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 no. So-and-so city law enforcement, that law enforcement system isn't racist. But every member that works inside that law enforcement system is racist. What does that make the system? You're racist. They tried to have it both ways. Y'all saw it. Y'all heard me read it. They tried to have it both ways. So like I said, even when they try to tell you, it, no, it's, it's not man bias. It's not biased against men. Well, but there are people within mother that's almost everybody within there. And I say that with confidence. I say that as a man who had to be in and out of court for eight years for various reasons, dealing with custody matters with my oldest child. And then if y'all don't believe that the system is biased against men, let me ask y'all this. Men and women both that are listening. Have y'all seen men go to jail in behind missing child support payments? When they show up in court and they are behind child support payment, the judge may give them 30 days to get caught up. 30 days. No matter the amount, the judge will tell them you have 30 days to get caught up at our next court appointment. You need to have that money. And when it starts off, the first thing the judge is going to do is ask for that money. If you do not have it, they will have the bailiff lock you up on the spot. I've seen it far too many times. I saw a man get locked up because he got sick, couldn't work. So he was down $300 when he did not bring that $300 to court, had him locked up. Does anybody out there listening to me right now believe that a man can walk inside a courtroom and be behind on child support thousands of dollars and walk out that courtroom? Fuck no! It ain't gonna happen. You know it. I know it. We all know it. It ain't gonna happen. It happened with the mother of my oldest daughter four times. And every time she walked out, she walked out owing more than when she walked in. And it kept letting her walk out. By the end of it, by the time my child was 18, she owed almost $5,000 in back child support. They didn't go arrest her. They claimed they couldn't find her job. None of that. And as it pertains to the criminal side of it, when I was assaulted and the paperwork finally made it to a detective, he didn't want to go question the dude. But the system is not set up against men, right? 
It's women that have all all the victim status. No, nah, no, nah, men get treated like shit in the system. I will give you another case in point when I tell y'all that the system is not set up for men. I know of someone personally have witnessed it going through a divorce. Wife didn't have a job. Wife cheated on him. Man filed for divorce. And when they went to court, the judge told him that he had to leave, get another place while also maintaining the rent and utilities and all the bills on the place that they shared together. And they would come back in three months to revisit to see how she's to see how she's doing and if she found a job. And of course, in three months, she hadn't. And by this time, the judge had wised up and told her, well, in three more months, you had better have one because Mr. X is moving back into the place and you need to be gone. But the fact that for six months, he had to pay rent on a place that he had was staying temporarily and maintain bills on a place that he was no longer at. For what reason? He's the one with the job. She was the one who cheated. Why is he being punished? Because the system is set up for women. I'll give you another example. I know another individual who had a fling with the female and she claimed that she got pregnant by him. He said, fine, get a paternity test. And she wouldn't. She kept putting it off. Well, he went on and got married. And once he got married, she came back with that whole drama. Oh, this baby's yours. You're not going to take care of your kid. Blah, blah, blah. This is a real deal. 11 years. I say again, 11 years later, she gets a paternity test done. It's his kid. Do you think the judge gave a damn about the story that even she corroborated and said, no, nah, I didn't get a paternity test done until now. And I was BSing. And though witnesses said she kept putting it off. She kept holding it over his head. The judge not only started hitting him with child support, but then hit him with back child support. How was that right? Because the system is set up for women. It's even documented that if you are put on child support and you find out that the child is not yours, you just can't instantly up and stop paying. You have to go through the courts and get another court order to say, hey, this man will no longer pay child support. And even if you are behind in child support, if you are behind and find out that that man is not the father of that child, do you know you still got to pay that back child support? That's the system. And in some cases, in some cases, that man, depending on how long he had been paying child support, is still on the hook, even though the kid ain't his. And do you know what happens to the woman? Nothing. She doesn't have to pay the man back. None of that shit. She doesn't get time in jail. Nothing. So when bullshit-ass women talk about how oppressed they have it, how much they are treated unfairly. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Let me put y'all in the shoes of a man. See how much you like it. Because every day we get up, from the time the sun rises until the time the sun sets, there is pressure put on us that y'all will never know. So take your women or victim mentalities and go flush that shit down the toilet where it belongs. Well, that's it. And thank you for listening to another episode of Free Mind Thinkers. In case you ever want to see the graphics and videos that go along with these wonderful podcast segments, don't hesitate to check us out on our visual platforms, YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, and BitChute. You can find us there under the same name, Free Mind Thinkers. Check us out. Until the next time, take care of yourselves and dare to think differently.